Have you ever wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, and Billy Jack Haynes. And of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your book today at LanceByChance.com or on Amazon. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest today is Jimmy Ray, professional wrestling veteran of over 20 years. How are you doing today, Jimmy? Um, so far, so good today. Good, good. I'm glad to have you on. Hey, for those who are listening to us and may not be familiar with your career, give us a a, a brief description of of your resume. It's it's quite impressive. Yeah, I um I started wrestling in October of 1999. Um, the first major promotion I wrestled for was a company called NWA Wildside. We were a developmental of WCW before they closed down. Um, I wrestled there for many many years on, and they had um, syndication all across the country. We were on 200 different networks across the country, um, so I was able to get seen through the wild side television that led me to um, my, my agent who's Bill Barron's. He ended up working for uh total nonstop action. So I ended up doing some stuff for them. I ended up winning the NWA world junior heavyweight title a couple of times. Um, and then went out and defended the, uh, across the country. Um, you know, I've wrestled everywhere from IWA mid South, combat zone wrestling i was in ring of honor for about seven years um you know just all over the place finally i ended up uh landing a gig in japan for dragon gate pro wrestling um i went back there later um for new japan pro wrestling for the 2007 or 2008 uh best of super juniors and um yeah and then i spent a good bit of time at uh impact wrestling and then uh, just been a journeyman on the independence ever since. Yeah, you're definitely someone who has, you know, made wrestling their their life. You know, someone who's you know was making a living at wrestling. Oh yeah, very much so. Um, you know, like not not just in ring performing, but you know, uh, I wrote TV uh, in Georgia for about three years and booked um, a show there for about three years and. Uh, you know, worked backstage a lot of different uh, independent companies and then also have been training folks for the last, you know, seven or eight years. I wanted to talk to you because I know that you went through a, a life-altering uh, situation. And uh, would you please tell our, our viewers what happened? Yeah, so last year in the summertime, I, uh, I was doing yard work in my yard and I ended up uh, – getting like a cut on my arm and you know it it looked red and angry so I put some neosporin on it and like bandaged it up and then um you know it would uh hurt every now and then but like I would just um try to deal with it and then eventually it got too painful to where I ended up going to the ER and uh they said that I had a very bad infection and it got in my bloodstream they were trying to stop it from getting to my heart but um that they had to amputate my my left arm from the elbow down um just because the skin had started uh the skin under the tissue underneath the skin 
had started deteriorating too much. What's it been like since then? I mean, it's got to be grueling to deal with something like that, obviously. Yeah, I mean, like, the whole process was just crazy. Like, I was in the hospital for a few weeks. Um, like, I went in there fine um, and then ended up getting COVID somehow in the hospital and then had to stay longer. And then, uh, you know, just, you know, waking up with that reality after surgery that, you know, like, my life is actually going to be changed forever. It's just been difficult. Like, you, um, you know, I can't tie my shoes very well. You know, you can't, like, I can't tie a drawstring on my, my pants. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, it's been just super challenging just to, um, to deal with it. Um, and then, like, I, like, I had, like, a severe bout of depression afterwards. I didn't leave my house from, like, November until February, um, unless I was going to doctor's appointments or something like that. And so, uh, you know, and then, just in that time, a lot of different life stuff happened. Uh, one of my students passed away um, unexpectedly. He was only 24 years old. And, uh, you know, it was just uh, a lot of, you know, life-changing things happened in such a short amount of time, you know. When you think about an amputation or somebody losing an arm, you know, when you say things like, you know, it's difficult tying my shoes or it's a draw a drawstring on my warm-up pants that's stuff we take for granted you know we you know i i don't i don't know i don't know the difficulty in that right because but golly when you when you talk about it like that it's 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 pretty sobering yeah i mean like yeah like i'll give you an example like yesterday i ordered a bagel from somewhere and uh you know they gave me the cream cheese on the side and uh, and when I got home, I was like, oh, shit, like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to put this on because, you know, like, the bagel's moving everywhere while you're trying to, like, put the cream cheese on with a, you know, like, just try doing that with one arm, you know? Like, little things like that has just been super difficult. Are there groups or, uh, like, support groups or any assistance of any kind like that? Yeah, there's definitely support groups. And, like, uh, you know, the, one of the first people I reached out to was uh, Zach Gowan he and I are friends and he has a, a similar story and um and so like you know he helped me um the, you know during the first few weeks of like dealing with this and so um yeah like just I mean there's other things to deal with um you know like I worked in the mental health field for about seven years and so like you know like I know things that I need to do to like stay positive and um, keep depression under wraps. But, you know, but then uh, this is a whole different ballgame than what I've dealt with before, you know? And and now that it's, it, you know, and yeah. And because it's, it's happening to you and you're, you know, it's a whole new bowl of wax, I guess, right? Yeah, absolutely. What are you going through now? I mean, what, what, what is, I guess, the next, next step for you what was the uh possibilities for a prosthesis and how does that work yeah um so uh my students created a gofundme account and so um with that money and some money that i've saved i've i've been able to get like halfway um to what i need to be able to afford um a prosthetic arm and like there you know like there's different levels of how a 
prosthetic arm, you know, is functional. You know what I mean? Like there's some that are just, you know, for show. There's some that, you know, can work a little bit better. And then there's, you know, like really advanced ones that are, you know, robotic almost. And uh, so, you know, depending on, you know, where things go, you know, like I've already been fitted for it. And like now it's just like raising the money to be able to pay for it all. We talked about your your training school. Yeah, like for for the last year and a half, I've uh, been helping run the Combat Zone Wrestling School. Um, maybe two years now, but um, yeah, like we've um, we've had some great talent come out of there. We just had one of our um, kids get signed by AEW. Her name's Layla Hirsch. We uh, we just had. Uh, another one of my students, his name is Patrick Belton. He just got signed by WWE in their last um, class. Uh, you know, Jordan Oliver is one of my students who's, like, very big on the independence right now um, and is signed to MLW. So, uh, you know, like we're producing uh, talent. Like, um, you know, like what I can't do in the ring, like, my, you know, I still have a, you know, like I've always felt like my mind for wrestling has been, my real asset so um that's been super helpful right and in and when you're participating with the students and doing things at the school uh, does it help you i mean does it help you mentally i mean by doing what you something that you love yeah it does it does help you know like for the first few months though it was hard to come around people you know what i mean like i was very you know self-conscious and embarrassed about like you know everything um and so it took me a long time to, like, just start coming around again. And, you know, it took for my students really asking me to come around. And so, uh, so yeah, like, they've been super supportive. And, you know, um, being able to give back to something that I've given my life to has been super helpful for me. So tell us once again, how, how can people help your your fund, help, help your need here? And uh, tell us how we can contribute. Awesome. Yeah, I I have a GoFundMe. If you just search Jimmy Rave on GoFundMe, it'll come up. I also have my PayPal account that's attached. If you go on my Twitter, um, at uh, Jimmy Rave, all the information's right there. Um, yeah, just any anything is super helpful. You know, like I, I hate even, you know, asking. Um, but you know, um, the real realities of a restaurant is you don't come out of it with a retirement plan or 401k or health insurance, you know what I mean? And so, uh, so it's just been, you know, a stressful situation. Absolutely. And, and just to, uh, you know, when we talk about the cost of a prosthesis, I mean, they're not, they're not cheap. Oh no, not at all. Like, um, you know, like a good functional one, you know, like between, you know, the the other part of, you know, uh, what's going on with me is like now I don't have a job, you know what I mean? Like, um, so uh, disability takes a long time to kick in. Um, all those things like really hit me all at once, you know? And, uh, you know, so like that's one thing, the prosthetic is, you know, upwards of twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars. So, you know, all those things, you know, I have to try to take into account. One more time. Tell us tell us again where we can donate. 
Yes, sir. Uh, GoFundMe. Um, just search Jimmy Rave. I also have a PayPal account at, um, if you search my Twitter at the Jimmy Rave, you can, uh, all the information is right there. All right, Jimmy. I thank you so much for coming on the show and telling your story. I know it's, it's, uh, it's gotta be tough. It's, it's very personal and, uh, I'm, I'm really sorry that you're dealing with this. I, I hope that your story can uh, encourage people to donate to you and also to those who are, you know, going through the same experience will, you know, uh, get some strength from you. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate you giving me a platform. Um, and, um, you know, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's been supportive. And, you know, like most of my career, I was a, a bad guy and so like now being able to you know see um you know the positive response everybody's given me um it's been really uplifting so thank you guys so much you're listening to the wrestleville podcast where wrestling lives Remember Lance Von Erich from World Class Championship Wrestling? Read all about his career in Portland, in Dallas, and overseas in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll read passages by Dusty Wolf, David Manning, and Kevin Von Erich. 25 chapters in all. You'll be surprised by what you read. Get your book at LanceByChance.com or on Amazon.